The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. In the book of Haggai, it states from God, You can be counted much, or rather you counted on much, and see, it came to little. And you brought it home, I blew it away. Why? says the Lord of hosts, because of my house that is in ruin, while you each busy yourselves with your own house. Therefore, for your sake, the heavens have withheld the dew, and the earth withheld its produce. I call for a drought upon the land, upon the mountains, upon the grain, upon the new wine, upon the oil, upon what the ground produces, and upon men upon cattle, and upon all labor of the hands. Are we in that condition certainly now? It would appear to be so. We see many disasters, many different things happening. The economy is up right now. It's almost bounced back up. 
But as we've said before, when the ark was told to be constructed to Noah, the mandate was there. Can we expect everything to continue as is? When the exponential growth of sin is, is permeating the society and affecting everybody across the world? And we think everything's just going to be normal? There's a story about a farmer who was out of the field, out in his field, working with a stubborn mule. If you know anything about mules, they're very stubborn. If they decide they're not going to do something, you can't make them do it. But anyway, the farmer's mule sat down in the mud and refused to budge. He pushed, he threatened, he coaxed, but he couldn't get the mule to move an inch. A neighbor was watching nearby, and he came over to offer some advice. He said, I've been watching you for a while, said the neighbor. I think you may be going about this the wrong way. In frustration, the farmer quipped, Well then, how in heaven's name would you get this rascal mule out of the mud? The neighbor said, You need to use kindness. You need to be loving. You need to show compassion. You need to be gentle with the dumb beast. Let me show you how it's done. At that point, the farmer moved aside for the neighbor, and the neighbor took a baseball bat and hit the mule square on his head. What are you doing, shouted the farmer. You said to be kind, to be loving, to be gentle, to show compassion. The neighbor said, I fully intend to be, but first got to get his attention. You think God is trying to get our attention with this balance of the economy? It crashed in 2008. People lost tons and tons of money. People were crying, calling us here, saying, I lost half my retirement. One woman called, I remember, very concerned about her husband because they had $300,000 and it cut it in half to 150000 One guy I knew said he lost so much in the stock market, he can't sell it. He's going to let it come back up. And it has. But did you get hit with the baseball bat in 2008 to get your attention? He kept it in the market because it came back. Now, that was a grace it was a blessing by God for his people who are praying, who are sensitive, who are watching the signs, who think, who read, hey, guy, you counted on much and you see it came to little. Or rather, you see it came to little. When you brought it home. What are you bringing home? What are you seeing in the culture? Do you really think that God destroyed Sodom? And he's changed, and now he's changed his view on this sin. We're going further than they had. In fact, Jesus told Capernaum, I think it was, it would better go. It would go better for Capernaum, or rather for Sodom, than it did for the people here. That was either in Chorazim or Capernaum. I don't remember exactly the scriptures. But what's important is their judgment was going to be less. We're redefining marriage. We've got a president for that. We've got people doing it. And all political office accepting these things. We've got the culture. We've got Catholics accepting it. Many in the church. You think it's going to go better for us? God will do something to get our attention. And it's not pleasant being hit over the head with a baseball bat. And he does it because he has to save us. It's the only way to save us. 
the human race. Mankind cannot survive the path of his own unless he's corrected. And only a loving father, a good father, would do that. I saw this a long time ago. I got something sent to me that Glenn Beck said recently. He says, quote, Today I want to try a little experiment that I've been doing with my own family. Turn off the video games and computer while the kids are awake. Don't rely on electronics for your entertainment. Rely on one another. At dinner, we've been reading the scriptures together and we're talking. After we clean everything up, we're playing games. We're doing these small things and yet I've already seen a change in my own family. Another thing we're doing is making sure everything our family consumes is something positive. I put together 30 songs that are positive and hopeful. I'm playing them around the house. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, change your attitudes. That's what we're trying to do. That's good, Glenn. That's good people are starting to wake up. But why'd you let it get this far? Why did everybody else let it get that far? 30 years ago, I was sitting in my kid's bedroom, and they were playing Pac-Man in peace, they started. And this is very, very innocent. Before it was over with, they were on top of each other, hitting each other. That thing went in the garbage right then and there. I didn't have to wait. We never allowed cell phones in our house. We didn't buy into it. Oh, I had the first one. I wasn't scared of technology. When I got in business, I bought one. It was $2,600. The thing bolted to your dashboard of your truck. Still had a cord, but it was a cell phone. The first. Within two years, I junked the thing. I got rid of it. If you do, what our lady said yesterday, have a relationship of prayer, you have an aversion for those things not of God. Those things that don't lead you to God. And once you have a relationship of prayer, it'll evolve into a point where you have a relationship with life. And then you'll experience the joy of prayer, as the lady said also. Incredible. Glenn's discovering life. But you didn't have to go there if you pray. And how come so few people are finding it, or either they find it at this late hour? We're in the final minutes to repeat what has been said and written here for years. Lords was 6 a.m., 5 to my 12 noon. Medjugorje in the evening, just before dark, but not the final hour. The last third of the hour, 20 till the hour. 6.40 in the evening, 5.40 in winter. It's almost dark. God's going to get our attention. There's three admonitions. What is admonition defined as? A friendly reminder. That's what the farmer did. He came to the mule. I've got a little reminder. We're going to treat you with love. We're going to do this. Bam. Three admonitions. The visionaries, some of them didn't want to call it chastisements. Now they say that. Even Maria, sometimes things I discuss with her, she was saying you're focusing, or not we're focusing, but people focus too much on that. And I defended that. Because a lady talks about it. She says there's three secrets. 
But now everybody thinks because they're secret, nobody can talk about it. Why did our lady even let us know there's three secrets? Except she wants to have knowledge. There's a baseball bat waiting for us that's going to affect us and shake us so strong to get our attention. And she wants to pre-advertise that, just like any show or any theatrical or the circus coming to town or whatever you might do in your business or sale coming on. They promote it. It's intriguing to know there's three secrets. Our lady wants us to know that. And I did argue with Maria about that one time. If it's so secret that we can't know nothing that there's even secrets, why do we get to know that there's secrets? Because our lady wants us to be thinking about it. She said to Mariana, January 27th, I think it was, 1987. And it was January 87. She said, I dearly wish I could tell you more about the secrets. But already enough grace has been given to you for that. She's dying to tell us. She wants. To, she really wants us to pre-hit us. She said, well, this, is what it's gonna, this is what it's going to feel like. Is God mad? Is he angry? Is he a mean God, vicious God? That's one thing Mariana said. She learned that he wasn't that way. She was always in fear of him. Do you think your father, when he spanked you with a belt, for those who had the gift of having the rod used on you, that helped you, corrected you, think he was mean or angry, or he could have been upset or angry, but do you think he was unrighteously angry or righteously angry? Man can go so far off the board, so far away from him, that the only way to bring him back is correction. And correction is not pleasant. And God's friendly reminders are while you're busying yourself in your own house, therefore for your sake the heavens have withheld their due and the earth withheld the produce. And I called a drought upon the land, upon the mountains, upon the grain, and so forth. We're in a time that God is advertising and he's promoting something's coming. For 32 years, there's a daily promo coming to the earth. Get ready. Be ready. Her words, quote, Don't waste time. You're not time's masters. You have to have a relationship with prayer to have a life and a relationship in life. And brings joy. And thank God we foresaw Things coming years and years ago, way back three decades ago. Even before that, there was thoughtfulness. The TV came on the scene. Thoughtful man had an aversion to it. I've got an aversion to TV. Maybe it's my upbringing because I collected 5,166 icy bears off the icy cups that I won in Birmingham, Alabama, the number one spot. I had a choice between a TV, a, a grand TV, furniture type, Four, five feet wide and a big cabinet or, or a go-kart. You know what I wanted, the go-kart. You know what my parents wanted? The TV. I did what my parents wanted. I hated it ever since. Thank God that happened. So where are you with your family? What changes are you making in your home? Get rid of the electronics. Not just for a day. He said he tried it as an experiment. He saw fruit from it, but has he done it? Has any other people doing it? He gains merit by doing it, but turn it off just for a day. 
That's not what I say. I say turn it off forever. Get the book I see for, read it. Act on it. The name of this article is called Free Markets, Individual Virtue, Fuel, Prosperity, and it is written by Star Parker. She is a black conservative. We should wonder how we have so many discussions about freedom and so few about individual free choice and personal responsibility. An important new book addresses the question of global poverty, but does so by provoking the reader to also consider our own nation and demand that we better understand ourselves and the wellsprings of our own success. Two evangelical Christians teamed up to write Poverty of Nations, a Sustainable Solution. One is Barry Asmus, Senior Economist at the National Center for Policy Analysis. The other is Wayne Grudem, Research Professor of Theology and Biblical Studies at Phoenix Seminar or Seminary. What accounts for the astounding success of our nation, the world's most prosperous, but also at just 227 years old, one of the world's youngest. The mystery of the nature and sources of wealth and poverty is far from new, and Asmus and Grudem survey the vast literature dealing with this most basic question. They also review the long experience of attempts by governments to design policies to alleviate and eradicate poverty in their own country and in others. In the end, the picture that emerges appears quite clear. Over thousands of years of human experience going through economic arrangements such as tribalism, slavery, feudalism, mercantilism, socialism, and communism, and welfare statism, no arrangement can compare to creating new value, production of goods and services, and prosperity like the free market. However, despite the success of free market economies, they are regularly subject to political challenge because of the ongoing human desire to understand the ghost in the machine, so to speak, and control it and its outcomes. How does it work? How does this prosperity happen when so no one seems to be in charge? The authors help the lay reader understand key aspects of free markets that make them work so well ownership and private property, the vital information conveyed by prices in the marketplace and profits and losses of business, specialization and competition, and creativity and entrepreneurship. But they add a key addition to the equation, often forgotten, ignored, or dismissed in discussions about free market economies. That is the importance of individual virtue. The book is filled with biblical citations about that biblical that showing that biblical principles and virtue are not just compatible with free markets but vital to their functioning. Of all the abstract discussions about pu public policy with our great ambition to develop systems, we tend to forget incredibly that the core component of man's systems is individual, unique men each a unique universe unto himself. We would wonder how we have so many discussions about freedom and so few about individual free choice and personal responsibility and the existence of good and evil that make individual responsibility and choice so important. This important book reminds us 
of the inseparability of economic freedom and individual virtue and responsibility. The American Civil Rights Movement was inspired and animated by images of the Bible. The Israelites enslaved in Egypt, their leader demanding, Let my people go. But the movement made a grave error in overlooking that the reason for seeking liberation from Egypt was so Israelites could go and receive the law and live according to it freely in their own land. Freedom is more than the removal of external barriers of oppression and limitation. It demands that individuals personally adopt principles of truth and virtue so that they may govern their own lives and live successfully with others. The loss of this perspective has cost black Americans economic progress. Now our whole nation flounders as more Americans of all backgrounds turn to government and political power for answers rather than freedom and personal virtue and responsibility. Star Parker can be a star for the black community if they listen to her. I've read things off and on for years she puts out. She hits the mark. We've said before, the free market, a moral free market, is the best system out there. There's nothing can surpass that in a capitalist way. Not in any form of socialism, communism, any other thing ever devised. Nothing will beat the free market. Why? Because what was written in there, the, the thing that they wonder about, the ghost. There's a ghost. Because nobody understands how the free market works. Most people don't, don't get it. They don't think. They don't reason it out. The free market is a machine. Well, actually, like the, the Internet. The Internet itself, what, what runs it? Everybody does. It's a free thing, and they're gonna, and they can't stand that being that entity being like that. So they're gonna, they're already talking about tax cent. The United Nations is talking about tax cent. Nations are talking about putting taxes on it, regulations on it. And the free market, unregulated, ran by virtuous people, is supreme. Why? Because it's biblical. It's God's design and nature that when an individual raises chickens, they have more chickens, they have more eggs. He feeds his family with it. He has surplus. He sells those eggs. It's up to him. The micro unit of the economy in his economy depends on him. Well, if he gets bigger and he sells so much, he gets going that his, his whole village has plenty of eggs through his little operations, then his price can even drop. The free market determines the price, not the individual. You can say, well, this egg's so valuable, I won't, I'm not going to sell it for less than this. In the gold rush, there was salt trading for the weight of gold. And throughout history, these times have happened. How does that happen? Because of the market. It was so primitive, they were so out on the outskirts that they have these luxuries. Eggs were selling a dozen eggs, it was like enormous. They wanted it. Gold was being dug, so it dropped the price of gold, but the price of eggs went up, and the salt went up. That's the free market. But because it appears to run by a ghost, man in his limited thinking, minus not God, thinks not God's behind it, but the the natural (coughs) laws behind it of how things govern, they have to get involved with it and regulate it. And the minute they do that, they start taxing it to that. And through regulations, it causes the businesses to do more things and meet this criteria. 
which adds more cost to it, which starts interfering with it. How does it fix the economy? Let it fall and let man just do what he has to do to eat. Unregulated. And as long as it keeps virtue, and I'm going to add to this, when the free market goes with people that's participating in it with that virtue, then you get what you got in the in the medical field. There's so much greed and so many things happen. What do you get? Obamacare. What do you get in regulations? Because virtue started going out of the free, the free market. A moral people will have the best economy available. It's a natural fruit of man's desire to eat, put roof over his head, shelter and clothe his wife, the wife, the children. Nobody has to do or say what? My wealth, what I built, came up from the ground. By labor. Clem was talking about hard work. Our kids are born into work here. We want them to work hard. We want them to know adversity. We want them to know hardship. Because that's their university training. They'll never have to go to university. Frank, you there? Yeah. If ever uh, the readings at Sunday Mass talked about what what you're talking about and what uh, Medgenomics is all about, the the Sunday readings just uh, spoke to me. There was so much in them. Certainly the judgment against the system, that um, those who oppress the poor, God will not you know, forget what they've done to this system or, or trying to um, trick the free market. And they were unequal weights and measures. They were uh, a, a large shekel for a small effa. And... There was also something very interesting that I saw. Um, those evil people that were oppressing the poor said, when will the moon, new moon come? When will the Sabbath come so we can um, sell our wheat? So even those that were doing evil knew that no one, no good Jew would buy or sell on the Lord's Day. And so this is... Uh, this is why the judgment's against us. This is why we're to blame. And this is what, look what happened while you're sleeping has, has taught us. And this is what God has written a testimony in our own life about the Lord's day and about the Sabbath and, and not to buy and sell. So it, it was just fascinating. And then, uh, of course, the gospel reading uh, about the um, unrighteous money, there was debt in there. The debtors seemed to have no problem sinning against their lender. Um, to cut their their loans in half, and uh, and then at the end it said, "Make friends with unrighteous money, so that you'll have eternal happiness." If anything ever spoke to me about the miraculous metal medjugorje round, you can change people's eternity. Our Lady said, "Spread the devotion and carrying of the miraculous metal, so more souls will be saved." Talk about eternal happiness. Talk about making friends and changing their eternity and taking unrighteous money, we know the United States has gotten a greater benefit in this unrighteous money game. And uh, we have more than we should because of the Bretton Woods Agreement, because the um, dollar backs other currencies at this current point. This is changing. A new monetary system is coming. This is clear. The other interesting thing in the gospel was, it says make friends with unrighteous money, because when it fails, it ain't going to happen. When it fails, it always fails. It ain't going to happen. The, the economy's not going to return. 
And so this is our opportunity, as you're talking about today, as you've told us for years. Caritas, the community, is the vision of the future. Ever since I've known you, you said this is the vision of the future, community. This is what uh, Maria saw, and, and a lot of people saw the villages coming down from heaven with the little church in the middle in these communities. And so this is what they fired the first shot 2012 is about. This is the answer. How do we respond to Obamacare? How do we protect the mystical body of Christ, other Christians on earth, from participating in crimes against the innocent? Or, you know, the most vulnerable of Americans participating in their murders. So this is what Obamacare is, and this is what evil wants to do to take possession of this nation is to get the Christians involved in this abomination. And so what has to be on the forefront of our mind is how do we how do we protect our brothers from this? And community is the answer. Community is the only answer. So, you know, really it just has been pressed upon my heart that they fired the first shot in 2012 is something that uh, we have to take very seriously and be moving on it. We have a lot of people out there listening and they wonder, well, what steps do it take? The first thing is just to make make your own economy. You know, we've talked about get your land as fast as you can, get your food from your ground as quick as you can. You say this free market was so tangled up, it's so regulated, it's so taxed now, but you can escape that. They don't tax what you grow on your land if you're doing it for personal goods. You're not selling it. So a lot of this is a decent decrease the need for money. You can grow things that take money. Literally, you're growing money. You're growing wealth. Because if you have to go to the grocery store and buy that steak comes from a cow or buy that tomato comes from a plant or buy that fruit that comes from your fruit trees on your little orchard, that's money you spend. You have to go out and earn that. But suppose you don't do it. You earn it for yourself. You have your own economy. Your own, your own economic system. The good thing about that is then you don't pay taxes on it. The store, you pay taxes. You escape that. Legally, legitimately. You create the free market within your own self to start with. We had some people looking at part of our geo system that we're putting in our building because we're still trying to finish it up, close out our retooling. And... They were talking about one unit we were looking at. Now, you'll never get your money back for buying that unit because it's, it's, it's extremely efficient for electrical use. But it would take you 20 years to get it back. And I told uh, uh, one of our people here in the community who was talking to him, I said, they don't get it. Everything I've ever done in business, everything I've done with my house, everything I do with Caritas, is if we have the money to do it now, we got the possibility to raise it, spend it. Do it now that we leave che- live cheaper later. There's a big point that I want to make to you. A lot of people go through their, their life. They're doing things with the house. They make improvements, but they say, well, I'll never get my money back because that's what they think. Only about getting the money back. You're not interested in getting your money back. You want your money back from the steak you ate three years ago? Think of the same way. You don't want your money back if you have to put in a system that's going to drop your electrical bill. To I mean, the energy efficiency on air conditioners has been like 11, ER 11, 11, ER 12, 15 at the most. These things go up to crazy. It's insane. E- ER 40. 
What does that mean? They use very little electricity. Do you know what the price of electricity is going to be two years from now, five years from now? You don't know. One thing you do know, you can put and invest in something that's going to use as little as possible. Caritas operates. Its ability to continue is that our overhead is nil. We pay as we go. We get the best equipment, things that we could buy for 20% cheaper. I got big Heidelberg press and buy off-brand or caterpillar, caterpillar piece of equipment. All this stuff, these equipments, last much longer, cheaper to operate, more upfront cost, and we're not interested in getting our money back. We're interested in our monthly expenses being nothing. And that's how we can produce an 80-page booklet for 15 cents. Go find that even in China. You won't. We don't pay ourselves because we eat off the land. We get a stipend for bare necessities. And we're decent. We're not hurting because we create created an economic system. And that's what you can do with you and your family. And that's what you can do with those who join you as, an economic, as, a, as a community. And you bypass through that whole thing what everybody's regulated for, what everybody's taxed for. And you work the dollar to come back and get that and bring that back into your community, that product. Here in community, you build most of your products within. From the wood, from blacksmithing, God's showing us this. Get a relationship with prayer, and then you'll get a relationship with life. Frank, your contact information? You can call us toll-free, 877-936-7686. Our email is globalsilverinvestors at yahoo.com, and our website is globalsilverinvestors.com. The second of the month is coming up when? Next, today is Thursday. Um, what day is it going to hit? Five, five days from now, six days, so maybe next week. So that's when we'll be talking to you. And during the meantime, know that we're praying for you. We're thinking of you. We hope you can take these steps and move with your life toward the right direction of a way of life. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional.